You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! The Daily Music Business Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi. Today's part two of the how to create engaging content before and during your launch live stream that I did. And on this episode, we were talking about just that. We we're going to talk all about how to create content that engages before your launch in general and especially during your launch. So listen up to learn how to get to know your audience better and get to know what they want better and use that in your content, how to sell without being salesy, and if you should plan content ahead of time or if you should like just keep a pulse on your audience and create content in the moment. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode and listen up to the end where I give you very special details about my program out to launch. This is your last chance to apply. We start on February 1st and I hope to see you inside of the program. All right, let's dive in. We're going to dive into creating really good content before your launch and during your launch. And of course, after, because really you're creating content all the time. But this is going to be no surprise. The number one thing that you have to consider and know when you are creating content is who your audience is. And the way to like cheat your way through this is to do market research and to use their own words. So I posted a reel on this the other day, but it doesn't have to be rocket science to figure out how to get your audience to engage with you. But you just have to be clear on who your audience is and talk to them. So step one of this, and again, this is something that we do do teach in depth in Out to Launch, um, and we go beyond it all the way to launching. But step one is going to be getting really clear on who your audience is. Step two is going to be talking to them, doing your market research. Now, I was on a call with a client the other day, and she was talking about some resistance she had around market research. For reference, she actually is a fashion designer and a musician, and she has a couple different offers, and she was expressing her frustration because in the past, when she had done market research around um, her clothing line, she was really frustrated. She would always ask people, oh, what do you want? They would say, I want this. Um, She would create it and then it wouldn't sell. And so she was like, I don't know what I'm doing because I feel like I don't wanna do more market research knowing that what really works for me and what really sells is what I create from the heart and what I put out from the heart and not what people tell me they want. And this is actually a really good point because market research is not necessarily about being like, do you want this? Yes or no? Do you want this? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah, we wanna validate our offers for sure. 
but it is more so about really understanding the essence of your ideal client. How do they feel? How do they think? What words do they use? What struggles are they having? What do they see as the solution to their struggle? What do they see as the opposite of their struggle? You know, where, where do they see themselves going? And really paying attention to the words they are using to describe these things. I always recommend getting on calls for your market research and recording those calls so that you can listen back and literally write down phrases or sentences or words that your audience is using in particular. Because then what you can do is literally just go through your market research and use those exact things in the content that you create. So when you are creating your offer and when you are um, trying to figure out what content to create to get your audience ready for that offer, ready to buy, and then during your launch, you obviously want your content to be really engaging. And you want to get those DMs like, oh my God, you're speaking directly to me and I'm really, I'm really feeling this or like, I really understand this. You need to know what your audience is thinking. And so the market research phase is something that you're going to do over and over again as you create new offers, as you start to pivot a little bit, as you feel like you're a little stuck and you just kind of want to get to know your audience again and kind of reinvigorate your content, your inspiration. It's something that you can use as a tool repeatedly. Now, um, one thing I was also going to say is that when it comes to selling, nobody wants to be salesy. Something that I, you know, practice what I preach and something that I preach is selling without being salesy, selling without being like super sleazy or gross, right? Now, one way to really make that happen is by allowing your client or your future client to come to you. So this has happened in this launch, but the first time I really experienced it and let things flow was during the mastermind launch. Before the mastermind launch, because I had been taught to do this, I was very much like in people's DMs and like following up incessantly and kind of like reaching out to people to be like, oh my God, hey, how are you? Hey, do you want this thing? And that was totally the wrong way to go about it. Now, I'm not gonna beat myself up because I literally was taught to do that and I'm not gonna blame anyone. It just is what it is and it's something that I've learned from and no longer do. Now, as I started to implement this new type of strategy and I really did it in full force for the first time we launched the mastermind, it really changed my life because what I focused on in the mastermind was yes, reaching out to people who have expressed interest. Yes, following up with people who have expressed interest. We definitely want to be having those conversations, but more so just focusing on what was happening, focusing on the content, focusing on, you know, promoting the program for what it is, celebrating the people who joined, and again, focusing on the content. And as I continued to just put out really great content out there that spoke to my audience, I got several DMs of people being like, Hey, I'm thinking that I need support. I'm thinking that you would be a good coach for me. Hey, I'm wondering if like this would be a good fit for me. And I didn't have to feel like in a lot of these people I knew were leads. Like in my head, I knew they were a lead. But instead of me saying, hey, I think you should sign up for this or hey, I think this would be a good fit without them bringing it up to me first or without us even having a conversation that would lead into that. I just let them come to me and they did. And this time around with Out to Launch, um, which is a different program, but still this is my, this is like the next launch I've done since then. That's really been a, a big launch and everything else has just been like a little bit smaller or more passive stuff. So it's kind of just like you buy it <laughs> um, like on, on our Black Friday sale and everything. 
But with this, with this launch for Out to Launch, the same thing has been proven true. And I have people coming from who I had one person sign who literally came across my page a day before. And I have people who I got on calls with months ago, six months ago about coaching and it wasn't a good fit at the time, who then came back and said, hey, I want to sign for this. And it wasn't because I got in their DMs and begged them to apply, it was because I led with the content and continued to show up even when it got hard. So two things that you wanna um, consider, well, not two, a few things that you wanna consider. Number one, again, I'm gonna repeat it. Go back to your market research, go back to the conversations you've had in the DMs, see what your clients, your ideal clients, your audience is saying, use their words. If you have clients already, use the words of your current clients, the struggles of your current clients and make posts saying those specific things, right? Do storytelling content. You don't wanna underestimate the value of painting a picture for them of where they are and where they could be. Really getting them aware of their struggles, identifying for them that it doesn't have to be this way and painting the clear picture of the solution. They have to know there's a problem. They have to know they wanna fix the problem and that there's a solution for their problem in order for them to invest. And the other thing I wanna mention is of course, teaching and educational content, mini trainings, educational posts, stuff like that but it shouldn't be all that. You also need to make sure you're focusing on problem awareness and again, that storytelling content. Problem awareness is gonna look like basically just getting them aware of the problem. You know what I mean? If you don't know who your ideal audience is and you're trying to launch, that's a problem. If you don't know who your ideal audience is and you're trying to create content, that's a problem. Here's what you can do to fix it. And then you could do some educating and then you can present the solution, but they have to know why it's a problem, that it's a problem and why it's a problem before they could even bother with the solution, right? So making sure you have a really solid mixture of content is going to help improve your content and improve uh, your results when it comes to getting uh, likes, comments, but more so clients and DMs. Tara says, would you call the new strategy more aligned with intuitive slash attraction marketing? Yeah, I'm not familiar with the term attraction marketing, but it sounds like it would be pretty accurate to what I do. However, I would say that I also use like very clear sales strategies. Like what I do is not just based on intuition and it's not just based on like, oh, I'm just gonna show up and like hope they come. You know what I mean? Like I'm also taking actions to uh, in my content to encourage them to come, yes. And like my content is very um, intentionally picked to make sure that I'm addressing, and this is another tip, if you're in the middle of a launch, address the objections or the questions that you're getting in your DMs or on calls on in your content, like on your stories or in your posts and, and address it to the public. Because if one person has that, then another person is. If you'll notice that like, I'm not, just not mentioning my stuff. I'm not just like trusting that they'll figure it out for themselves. I will say, oh, you know, this is something we teach in Out to Launch or if that's what you're looking for, this might be a good fit for you if it's appropriate in the conversation and when it's appropriate in the conversation or in my teaching content, I will allude to that so that people can identify themselves uh, in my content and start to figure that out for themselves and then be pulled in the direction of uh, the program or reaching out or applying or whatever it is based on that. So I think this launch, it's been more intuitive in that I'm really keeping a pulse on my audience as opposed to planning a ton of content ahead of time. But I also do use, 
Like there's a lot that goes into sales that I'm learning about from my coach in particular that's not necessarily all intuitive. You know, pricing strategies, warm up strategies, stuff like that. And like I said, I had been taught previously in many other coaching programs like, oh, you know, selling the DMs and sliding to their DMs. And I've, listen, I've sold in the DMs. It's not about like selling or not selling or whatever, but it's more so about like what, in what way are you selling? Like, are you selling because they've reached out to you or are you selling because you're just messaging every person who's following you? Like, hey, sign up for my challenge or hey, join my course or hey, look at this post because there's a very, very clear difference between those two things. So that is my little mini training, if you will, on creating really good content before and during your launch. Of course, if you want to launch a program, sell out that program or offer, then I encourage you to apply for Out to Launch. We're about halfway filled at this point, so you definitely wanna make sure that you apply uh, in the next few days so you can grab your spot before we start on uh, February 1st. In the program, we take you through conception of your offer all the way through the launch, and even if you have an offer in your head or you kind of have an outline or even if you've launched that offer before but you just didn't get the results that you want, this is still for you. We will help you fine tune all of the pieces that you need from your audience and your offer structure to make sure that it's really strong when you go to launch. We will help you warm your audience up and learn the sales tactics that you need to sell that and go through and execute your launch with confidence. So. Applications are still open. We start on February 1st and I hope to read yours and see you inside of the program. Otherwise, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you all soon. Bye everyone. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the one-hit thunder or nothing more than a one-hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.